Welcome back to TFD Summer Break. Another fun episode for you guys today. We are in the studio. If anyone's watching any of the clips, I don't even know if this will be on a clip, but if you're watching the clips, we've got a really nice vibe here. We've got a really nice vibe going. The green kind of matches our story today. Got a little bit of, I hope is brown. I'm kind of colorblind. Is that brown, Christian? Would you it say it's not brown? Is it red? Yes. This one back here, what color is that? There's multiple lights back there. The lamp. You know what? Irrelevant. Um... Okay, so yeah, Christian, what are we here to talk about today? What what have you got prepared for us? Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Yeti. We Sasquatch. like to hear that. Yowie. Giants. Yowie, if you're in Australia, I believe. Yes. Nate. But, you know, because I, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't know, Christian. I don't know. All right. <laughs> well, welcome back to TFT Summer Break. It's been a day. Yes. The long, last 15 minutes especially have been difficult, but we're here. It's a long trek. I think here is British Columbia. Y- yes, it is. Technically, we're not in British Columbia, but our yeah. brains are going to go there, our minds, along with yours, because we're going to tell a story that comes from a place called Lighton in British Columbia. Yeah. Do you know what that story is? Uh, I was very unfamiliar with it, actually. You said that you had a story regarding to Bigfoot, and I was like, or you said Giants. Do you say Giants? Big? I think it, wh- whichever one would have piqued my curiosity, if I'm being completely honest. So. I think I said Bigfoot first, but then the title is Two Girls from Lighton. Yeah. Written in 1917 by F. Boas. And it was it's a comes from a, a book of stories or myths from Native people from northern Washington and what is British Columbia now? Yeah. So Pacific Northwest. So I guess I'm going to read the story for all of you. So sit back and really just let your ear holes be pleasured. Yes. <laughs> is that, does, does that feel too risque? No. I mean, like, like taking the wax out of ears type of thing. It's not, I don't know. You guys, mine's in the gutters. Yeah. Sinners. Let's get on with the story. Here we go. This is the story of the Lighten Girls who were stolen by giants, a tale published in a 1917 book by F. Boas in the book Folk Tales of the Salesian and Sahoptin Tribes. This tribe was camped near Lighten in British Columbia, and there were two girls who made a habit of playing far away from their camp. They had been warned about giants who infested the area. One day, they were off far from camp as they were prone to do when they were spotted by two giants. The giants grabbed the girls and put them under their arms and ran off with them to a house on an island in the middle of a large river, far away from the girls' people. The giants treated the girls kindly and gave them plenty to eat. At first they brought them grouse, rabbits, and other small game, but when they learned that the girls also ate deer, they brought them plenty of deer to eat. The giants were amused when they saw how the girls cut up deer, how they cooked the meat and dressed the skins. The first four days, the girls were nearly overcome by the smell of the giants, but they soon adapted to the stench as humans usually do. The girls lived with the giants for four years. During this time, the giants would carry them across the river to dig roots and gather berries that did not grow on the island. One summer, the giants took them far away to a place where the huckleberries were plentiful. They knew the girls liked huckleberries very much. They left them to gather berries and said they would go hunting and come back in a few days to take them back home to the island. The oldest sister recognized the place as not many days travel from their people's home and they ran away. When the giants returned for them, the girls were gone and they followed their tracks. When the girls saw that the giants were about to overtake them, they climbed to the top of a spruce tree 
where they could not be seen and secured themselves to the tree with rope. The giants lost their tracks and thought they might have hidden in a tree. They shook the tree many times, but the rope kept them secure. The giants left and the girls climbed down and ran on. The giants continued to search before coming to a place the girls passed and the pursuit was once again on. This time, as the giants came close, they hid in a hollow log covered by leaves and branches. The log was checked, but the girls remained hidden. After a while, the giants left and the girls ran as before and finally reached a hunting camp of their own people in the mountains. Once united, the girls told the people how the giants lived and acted. They were asked if the giants had names and they said they were called Somu Lamax and Sekatinu. Were these giants the legendary Sasquatch before the creature became the Bigfoot we know and love today? Was this just a tale told to children to keep them close and safe? Could this be an ancient version of the giants of biblical times? Or was this something else entirely? Yeah, so what do you think about that story, Christian? It's, uh, I was, again, like I said earlier, a little unfamiliar with it, so I didn't know what to expect going in. It does have kind of a bit of a, like, urban legend vibe to it. Right. But it also, I mean, who am I to say? What if it is a real story? If it's a real story, then that's pretty nuts. Yeah, it's a story that was told to F. Boas, so... Who knows where the story came from before then, but it was definitely a long time ago. Yeah. Was this different than like a normal Bigfoot story you're familiar with? Yeah, it was. I think, well, most of the stuff I listen to, like it's modern. It's like kind of, you know, within the last five, 10 years type of stuff. I like, I'll occasionally look back into stuff like the Bigfoot Wars and all that that you hear about, but. I've never heard about the Bigfoot Wars. Yeah, you're doing an episode on it. You dingus. Remember? You don't remember the Bigfoot Wars? It, that, those guys that got attacked by a bunch of Bigfoot. In the... Were they in the cabin? Yeah. That was kind of a skirmish. That wasn't a war. Well, tell me what sounds better, Christian, the Bigfoot Wars or the Bigfoot skirmishes? Definitely war. Yeah. So it's the Bigfoot War. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anywho, yeah, that's the type of, that's about as far back as I go on story-wise. Yeah. Anything before that, it's, it just sounds kind of off. It's not, it has more of that kind of folktale-y vibe. And that's not to say I don't believe it. You know, it's, it's very easy for me to hear those types of stories too and be like, I can see that. Yeah. It has the folktale-y vibe because it's old, I think. And it's, yeah. I mean. But storytelling is very important in those cultures. Right. Right. So. That's it, how information's passed down from generation yeah. to generation because they didn't have newspapers or books or television or the internet. So it was storytelling. Um, crazy to think that this story involved two girls getting kidnapped by Bigfoot for four years. Yeah. And treated relatively well the whole time to the and had on conversational terms with these two giants yeah to the point where they knew their names well let me let me let me ask you this remember that story that came out recently where that boy survived a few days or whatever in the like in the woods and he was telling about how a big bear saved him and did right like does that make you maybe think that it was possibly a bigfoot Yes. Because it's a little more plot. You're like, oh, so maybe that could happen. No, it's like the bear story with that little boy. is Pretty nuts. It is. And it feels real because this boy isn't tainted by TV. He didn't tell you Bigfoot stayed with him. He told you a bear took care of him. Yeah. It's just amazing to think, even if it was just a bear, that's still impressive and and changes the way we maybe should view the world. Yeah. Um, But if it was a Bigfoot. And like in this case, these giants took these girls for four years, brought them food, found out they like deer, so brought them deer. But then we're kind of amused that they use their the 
skin for yeah. clothing. And it's four years is a long time. Right. And the girls don't sound like they wanted to leave because they were mistreated. They just wanted to be with their fa- back with their family. Yeah. But other than that, they were treated well, taken care of, fed, provided every everything that they maybe needed except for the family. Wow. So it's almost like, you know how we have pets and stuff? We just force these animals to hang out with us. Yeah. It's almost like human beings were pets to the Bigfoot, Sasquatch, giant people. In this story, that's what it that's what it does sound like. That would be an interesting turn of events, right? That would be. Do you know it's I've heard of animals taking another animal as pets. Have you? I think I might have. Yeah. What was the combo? What was the pet? It was some kind of monkey in Africa would go kidnap puppies and then the puppies would be raised with them. Yeah. Strange. So. Damn nature. You scary. (laughs) Did you think of any, uh, like, it's just were these, these two Bigfoot lonely and just wanted some companionship and just somebody to hang out and talk by the, well, maybe not by the fire. Yeah. But just yeah, but picture that in your mind for a moment. How would that play out? Wouldn't that be strange? That would be incredibly strange. You're sitting there at a fire and you're looking up and talking to a Sasquatch. Yeah, I mean that that puts it way outside of the category of this being a big ape. Well, I think I would have it, to. Maybe it doesn't look like, like the apes we see in the zoo. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it looks closer to man, but just bigger. A little creepy, no. Maybe in the context of things back in the day, they saw the, these other hominids running around on the Serengeti that were kind of human but were furry. Well, in this case, it wouldn't be the Serengeti. It would be the Pacific Northwest. The Serengeti. Oh. Yeah. The Rockies, maybe. Or I thought you were going to go with something a little cooler. Oh, no. No, I'm not. I'm not that cool. Not that guy. So do you think the story's true? You always... I kind of like, there, I don't know. There's parts of me that I feel like I'd get ridiculed for saying this story. Absolutely. It's accurate. This makes sense, more sense than most stories. Yeah, to an extent, I guess, but also. They're not tainted by stories of Bigfoot. These are giants. Yeah. They're nice. They knew, they knew, they had names for them. Yeah, but why couldn't it have just been giants? It could have been. Like, so you're saying that Bigfoot could also just be giants. It could be what we later called giants or what certain people have called giants. I mean, they're giants compared to us. Well, hell yeah. But but maybe they're not as evil. I mean, you've heard just as many bad stories about Bigfoot attacking people. Mm, no, not often. We were just talking about how they throw rocks at people earlier. Isn't that a form of attack? I, I That's more like, get out of here. It's not like we're going to kill you and rip you apart right now. I have heard weird hunting stories with Bigfoot where like uh, this hunter will have like it's, you know, shot pretty much in its sights. And he said this big like flash just took it and like was like literally slamming it around, like ripping it apart and stuff and pretty much walked off with it. Yeah, that's pretty. Nuts. I have heard of, that's but, pretty aggressive. See, but if if it's out like hunting for its food, yeah, I don't think that's that bad. That's yeah. not any different than a hunter shooting it. Yeah, we'll forgive you, Bigfoot. All right, yeah. but just this once. Yeah, like the human should be like, man, he did that without a gun. Yeah, and be impressed instead of. But uh, I've heard of him throwing the rocks at people to scare them. Yeah, but what about the really mean ones that actually hit the people with the rocks? And aren't those like in this case in the Alaska Triangle, maybe the people that disappear? Maybe there's mean ones and nice ones. What if it's like an entire civilization just hidden in the trees? What if there's more than one Bigfoot? What, like, what you, of course there is. No, like one species. <laughs> oh, so like you have a a species of Bigfoot that's relatively calm. Yeah, and then you have a species of Bigfoot 
that's not calm. Maybe they look different. Maybe they're related. They're just two different groups. And yeah. one group is is a lot more violent. Yet this other group will sometimes feed injured people or lay down with a child lost in the forest so he doesn't freeze. And then they, what are you looking at? What, a man can't look around the room, Christian? Well, you see things when you look look at stuff. So I got to pay. If I look super terrified, then by all means, like be concerned. But otherwise, okay. it's, it's usually just a gnat flying around. Or Okay. I'm just Bugs. Like, yeah. But, you know, like, I don't know where we're at, but let's just assume that there's multiple types of Bigfoot and yeah. they maybe act different. They're maybe distantly related or not related at all. Well, that could be the whole, like, you know, Yowie and all these, like, different Bigfoot, the Kushtaka from different. Right. I'm sorry if you don't believe Kushtaka is a Bigfoot. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to offend you. I know it's just a theory that it's a Bigfoot. And sometimes, you know, it, what if it is the Otter Man and not just a Bigfoot? Well, then there's some people that believe Bigfoot can shapeshift, too. Yeah, that is true. So, yeah, what an interesting... So tell me, are there any of the paranormal stories that you've heard regarding Bigfoot that you, that you actually kind of are like, oh, that is interesting? Yes. Let's hear one. This one comes up a lot, but there's that certain feeling people get when, they're, so when, when they tell you they're about to come in contact with a Bigfoot. Yeah. And it's almost like a psychic connection. Some of them feel like dread or some of them just feel watched or some of them actually say they hear Bigfoot talking to them in their head. Yeah. So that would tell me that if there is a Bigfoot, maybe they're able to communicate differently, whether it's by sending off certain pheromones that might trigger people to see things or feel things or to believe they're being contacted. I mean, maybe that's the stench you always hear about. You know, we just automatically assume that Bigfoot doesn't take showers or baths. Yeah. But maybe it's something else. Maybe there's something within its like DNA or the, the scent it gives off that maybe intoxicate people to the point of becoming lost in forest or hallucinating certain things. Like or, the cat thing? Yeah. Yeah. Just similar. Be, could be. Yeah. And then some people just aren't affected quite the same, but there's a strong psychic connection almost, which it could just be straight out psychic. Yeah. But also could be a something biological like the scent that's been being given off by whatever this creature is that yeah so you a, think it, there could be like a scientific explanation rather than even if it's the a paranormalish well i don't always consider they're one and the same by the way for anyone wondering yeah i don't always consider like psychic stuff paranormal yeah. it's just it's on a on a level that you think it's an energy thing yeah or an energy thing or the way atoms are manipulated in the world i could it wouldn't be hard to make yeah. those connections and we see it all the time with it whether it's with twins or yeah. mothers yeah just and like, their children oh, yeah. you know there is some psychic thing out there that people feel toward each other or experience yeah but you hear it a lot in bigfoot stories yeah and it's book. not always good it's sometimes it's terrifying yeah there's a um there's a book that we got that we're actually going to be diving into probably in season two because it feels like somewhere it's like we need a full hour to an hour and a half to get through this but um there's a book called where the footprints end and it, i was kind of turned on to it by uh by belief hole because they they did an episode and they mentioned it and it's pretty much just all like paranormal bigfoot sightings pretty much there mm -hmm. was like stuff where there would be gigantic tracks that just end like there's no it's like they were walking in the snow and then just nothing yeah so it's like people talk about like portals opening up all this stuff. There's that lady who said that it was like cloaked like the predator monster. You know, there's a lot of crazy theories out there that if 
if it was the case that this this Bigfoot was like a paranormal entity or a cryptid rather than just a big hairy man ape, what would that mean? What would that mean for you personally? It would be fascinating. Yeah. It wouldn't, it would be like, okay, where are they going? Would you want to learn more about it? Would yeah. you be like instantly, I'm in 100%. Yeah, I totally would. Yeah. Yeah. So you hear that Bigfoot wherever you're hiding, we're ready. We're ready for you. Come out, show us the the tricks. What do you got? What do you got up your sleeves? Yes. Get in here. Bring it on home. Some of the Alaska Bigfoot stories are scary though. I'm concerned. Oh, is that the GoPro? Yeah. Okay. Or Bigfoot. Bigfoot's beeper just went off? No, he's starting to turn off our electronics. Oh, I gotcha. Because he's going to show up and he can't be on camera unless it's blurry. Yeah. Christian, you can't handle that right now. I can't handle that right now. Yeah, that's true. It's too much for you, boy. So, yeah, any uh, interesting story nonetheless. I do believe, to, to close this out, I do believe that in those like uh, Native American and like different stories like that, I do believe storytelling is really prominent in those cultures. At least that's what I've been told. I haven't, I'm going to be honest, I haven't done a lot of super deep dive research into that, but that's what I hear. I would think the stories would be pretty accurate. I feel like this is a true story. Yeah. Wow. We did. Is this two in a row that we agreed? Yes. Wow. It, it, pause this episode and call your mother. It happened. We did it. Good Summer job, does weird things to you here in Alaska. Yeah, it's the sun. I'm telling you all the time. You really do believe in Bigfoot, Christian. It's just that the sun's not out. Summer will be back. He'll be right back in it. Yeah. That's no. Sad. Interesting. Well, that's good to know. You guys, what a treat for our listeners. Two back to back. What is this? Summer or Christmas break? Okay. I can't think. Anyway, interesting story. I'm glad you pulled that up. If there's any other weird ones from that book that you think would be good to talk about, let's let's do it. Because that, that was a very interesting story. Four years is a long time to just yeah. keep a human being as a pet or as a child. I don't know like, what it's doing. Well, who's A friend, who's to say? Yeah. Companion. Companion. Yeah. We ended it on a sweet note. Way to go us. Yep. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in. Um, find us on social media. We've had to switch it up a little bit, as we mentioned earlier. TikTok is now at TFT Paranormal because... Freaky Deaky is a shadow banned word because apparently it's very sexual. Sorry, mom. Um, at TFD, no, at Freaky Deaky Pod on Instagram and Twitter, Freaky Deaky Podcast on Facebook. If you have any paranormal experiences of your own, we absolutely love to hear them. We want, if, if you have any kind of like ghost experiences or you got some theories of your own, just send them in. Send them in. We're always down to, to read what you guys write in. We love hearing from you. And, um, God, this went south. Also, if you wanna want us to cover certain topics, yeah, let us know. Yeah, mainly that. Yeah, let's try that again. No, it's whatever. It works. Yeah, you, you you brought it home, Christian. Way to go. Yep, so, that's that's my job. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in. Let us know what you think. Somehow, we just told you how to get in touch with us. What are you still doing here? The emails, the gang at thefreakydeaky.com. Send it in. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Time to go get tan. Time to go get tan. Wow, that one. What a struggle. <laughs> what a struggle.
<laughs> you good? Y'all, y'all set? Yeah, you know, you know what popped into my mind? Are you recording me? Yeah. I'm like, we both got to go to uh, Value Village this week. Value Village. And buy some weird random clothing. Yeah. That would be Value Village. We could wear bunny slippers every once in a while, too. Yeah. Just robes? No, not robes. That's, That's I'm a shy guy. Is that too weird for you? That's weird. But a robe that covers your entire body? No. How could you be shy? You know what we need is we need some smoking jackets. Yeah, that's kind of a robe. No, we need it. <laughs> we need to have an actual smoking jacket. You know, smoking to, jackets are expensive as fuck, right? I know. We got to figure <laughs> yeah. out how to do that. But also, it's got to be just completely freaky deekied out. Yeah. And we have like a smoking jacket episode. Yeah. If any of our listeners are out there that specialize in creating smoking jackets, and want to in, install some Bigfoots on those jackets, hit up your boys, because we will handle it. But let me put it another way. Usually when I say something like this, in a couple weeks, Scott's already made it. Mm. Every time I say something weird, a yeah. couple weeks later, it seems like Scott figured it out. Yep. It's uh, <laughs> it's tiring work. But Remember us talking about Sco- <laughs> Scooby-Doo a long time ago? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you come out with the, the freaky deaky machine? Yeah. I, I do love that thing. Yeah. When I finish that, I'm like, this is dope. Yeah. Maybe I didn't put that thought in your head, but Scooby-Doo stayed there. True that. And you can't go wrong with what we're talking about and Scooby-Doo. True that. Again, twice yeah. now. Scooby-Doo set me on this path and also maybe ruined me in your eyes. You know, you know what used to piss me off about Scooby-Doo? What's that? Is that it was never a real monster. Yes. Every episode I watched it and I just wanted one real monster. But it was always a regular greedy bastard. Language, Christian. What are you thinking? <laughs> That's how angry I was as a child. I didn't know that yeah. word, but I felt that word. You were like five. You're like, that greedy bastard. Yeah. Now, I think that's the point of the show, though, is to... Take away the magic. Or to just... Yeah, maybe. Maybe make you believe that your fellow humans were the real enemy. All and, along. Yeah. Don't trust fellow humans is what it was telling us. And all the rest of us, because we're children and children still see things and feel yeah. things that are that don't make it usually to adulthood because it's conditioned out of us. Yeah. So Scooby-Doo was the establishment, the Illuminati. Just joking, not the Illuminati. Wow. <laughs> okay. Scooby-Doo wow. was run by they. Who, every time we'd say they, this is the this is what we're talking about. The people that com- that wanted to have Scooby-Doo control us by making us distrust each other. Yeah. Thus creating a separation between the rich and the poor. Yeah. So, so yeah. Now that you've taken all that in, welcome back to TFT Summer Break. We're uh, we're here. Once again, in beautiful Wasilla, Alaska, to speak on a subject that we all hold near and dear to our hearts. Christian, um, what is that subject? Can you can you act enthusiastic here? We're it's a program. We're here. Scooby Snacks, nope. sponsor for this week. Wow, that is an actual product, and we want to be known that no, we do not sponsor Scooby Snacks, Keebler, or, or whoever makes it. And also, while we're at it, we don't sponsor Keebler. Okay, it wasn't Scooby Snacks. Okay, it was our own brand of Scooby Snacks, where we make beef jerky out of Scooby. Okay. Well, and that's our episode, I guess, for the day. The end. You know what? We just went with that rap. That can be something completely different. Yeah. 
Use that how you may. Now yeah. we'll get into the actual show. Yeah. Oh, take eight. 